The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Bradford Pine, who is the president of the Bradford Pine Wealth Group. Welcome to the show, Bradford. You. Nice to be with you. Uh, let's just start with a little bit of background about you and, and uh, how you've gotten to uh, running the independent investment advisory firm you uh, currently run in New York City. Okay. Well, um, what we, as- we assist investors to diversify their investments and create investment plans. Uh, we plan for retirement, estate planning. I-, I guess my goal is simply to um, simplify my clients' lives by helping them with all aspects of their investments. So uh, people on the team might include uh, CFA, CPA, annuity insurance specialists. I have financial, you know, I, I think you know that I'm a financial correspondent on a TV show called Live It Up. And uh, I guess I'm always looking to educate, and I'm able to do that through the TV show. And I also, uh, let, it led me to uh, write a free ebook, And I came up with a topic for the book due to an overwhelming amount of people and job transitions. And it's just... Uh, it's been incredible uh, what the jobs rate uh, is right now. And I was uh, unable to find a detailed uh, information for free, of course, uh, all in one place. So that's why I wrote the ebook, and it's called 10 Tips You Need to Know About Your IRA Rollover. And uh, I think that leads us into the topic for today. We'll get into that in some great detail, yes. Uh, let's just talk a little bit more about your background and, and you know how you got to creating your own firm and uh, where you worked in your education and so on. Okay. So... Um, what I did, uh, I mean, through, I started out at Lehman Brothers, and uh, uh, that's where I got my training, and I moved on uh, to uh, an indip- uh, a, a broker-dealer, and we started that about uh, seven years ago. Um, for, or we were, I was there for seven years, excuse me, and I, I really felt uh, I was going in a different direction and uh, really wanted to uh, really go long-term, diversified money, money management, um, and do a lot of things uh, like writing the ebook, setting up a blog, and, and I'm able to do that more independently on my own. Uh, so I, I, I went out and uh, went with a company called Cantella and Company, which is an independent broker dealer, and that's where I operate uh, through Bradford Pine Wealth Group. Very good. Tell us a little bit about the kind of clients that you have. Well, uh, they are from uh, you, uh, the next door neighbor, to uh, CEOs of companies, uh, institutional accounts. So there are a broad array of uh, people uh, that I do deal with, um, but all in the aspect of um, um, 401k uh, rollovers, IRA rollovers, retirement money, also um, non-retirement assets, and and I, I always find. Uh, especially when I'm dealing with uh, certain people, that uh, when they come to me, and I get a lot of referrals, that they're in a disarray of uh, where their investments are. And I'm sort of there to pick up the pieces and, and, and show them there is a simple, simple way of, of investing rather than making it way too complicated. Okay, let's get into uh, the, the topic you're an expert on particularly, which is IRA uh, rollovers, what you call the IRA rollover conundrum. Mm-hmm. Um, First of all, let's just kind of get a sense of the size of the market. How much money is in IRAs and how much is potentially there to be rolled over? And kind of give us a sense of the, the size of the pie here. Well, um, I, I guess I don't know the exact number of, of what that is, but uh, uh, I, I think uh, you're, you're talking, I, I, again, I, I don't know the exact number, and, and you stumped me there, but uh, uh, it is a tremendous amount. Um, uh, I, I, I don't want to throw out a number and, and uh, look idiotic, but I, I think it's uh, uh, in the trillions. But uh, it's, it's a huge, huge number. And, and, and what um, typically happens when, when people have an IRA, say they've left the job and they've got a 401k, what, what, 
without your kind of guidance, what typically happens to people? That is a great question. And what ha- most people, and, and I think that people look at that money as not theirs, and, not, and, and they think, you know, they're not retiring for 15, 20 years down the road. So they, they kind of just uh, look at their, their priorities as of today, not what they're going to be in 20 or 30 years, and, and they neglect them. So they kind of just keep them at the, the firm, uh, and, they, and they forget about them. Uh, some people do roll them over, and they roll them over into IRAs. But uh, a lot of people who roll their, their money over or, or leave their jobs, some, some of them don't have the investment experience and really don't know where to turn and what to do. So either they leave them there or they roll them over and they get neglected. Um, and I think that is by far the biggest issue out there uh, with the IRAs. So if you don't pay attention to your IRA, you're neglecting it, what is the downside? What can happen to you? Well, uh, I guess if people leave it at the 401k, uh, their old company, firstly, the investment choices that they have at the 401ks um, are very limited. Uh, You'll find that across the board that they only have a certain amount of choices. So now you're going there and you're picking the best of what they have, not the best of the best. So if you roll them over into an IRA, now you have a tremendous amount of choices to choose from, a tremendous amount of mutual funds or other investments, whether it's money managers, um, uh, individual bonds, uh, across the board. Is there a limited, uh, a minimum amount that people should have before they do a rollover? But no, you, you, the, the reality is there are circumstances of why you may want to roll. See, if you go from one job to the next, you do have the option to roll the 401k from your old employer to your new employer. Um, I would think that the only reason that you would want to do that is if you borrow, if you if you need to borrow against that money. Uh, if you don't need to borrow against that money, now you're going from one limited choices to uh, another limited choice. So um, there is no minimum I, that you can do because IRAs you can roll over at, at any amount. I think uh, you can start a mutual fund for $500 for God's sakes. So typically uh, with an IRA, would you set up an IRA rollover account and where should one do that uh, for maximum efficiency? Okay. So it all depends on how educated you are. If you know exactly what you want, what you're doing, if you're on top of it, you do the research and and you can keep up with um, uh, actively managing that portfolio, um, whether it's individual stocks, mutual funds, money managers, um, you can set up a discount brokerage service. uh, and, and, And you can very well do that. But if you're like most, uh, and I would say a huge percentile, you would want to go with a full-service broker dealer um, um, or a wealth advisor um, because um, you, you need that uh, actively uh, managed. So, um, and there's, again, an array of different ways of doing that. And what would be the minimum that would, uh, you'd need to bring to have a money manager want to work to, with you? Okay. So... There are many. I, I have partnered uh, with a company that um, has certain um, strategies that you can choose from that they have actively uh, money managed. It could be five million, it could be uh, ten million, um, but there's also ones that I've partnered with. Believe it or not, the, the the minimum to have an actively money manager, forgetting a mutual fund because mutual funds are managed uh, properly and they are actively managed. But the whole portfolio is not actively managed. I'm talking about a money manager that will actively manage the whole portfolio and uh, do rebalancing, uh, so on and so forth. So um, the minimum there is as low, believe it or not, as $50,000. And then there's different criteria, 250 and up. And then there's separately managed accounts that can go up to 100, 500. But you can get an actively managed portfolio by a professional money manager, which I think a lot of people don't realize for as low as $50,000. And what kind of fees would be involved in bringing an account to something like that? Your fees and the money management fees, how does it kind of all add up? Um, well, um, I guess people like to hear comparisons, and uh, so I like to do what people are familiar with, and that would be mutual funds. People are, uh, mutual funds are uh, typically, depending upon if it's uh, um, no-load funds, uh, they could be as low as you know, half a basis points. But typical mutual funds, I would say, depending upon the share class, 
um, you know, everybody's different, you know, so you have to look at each individual mutual fund. But I'm going to give a range, uh, that, not that this is going to be 100%, but uh, let's just call it between 1% and 2% or 1%. You know, I would say somewhere in that neighborhood, depending upon if it's, uh, it's an overseas account or... Uh, um, 1 to 2 is the mutual fund, you're saying? Yeah, I'm saying 1 to 2 on the mutual fund. So now on a comparison basis, um, it, again, it all depends on the strategies, um, but I would say on the money management money manager side, it would be somewhere in the neighborhood of around one and a half to two and a quarter to maybe two and a half percent. Uh, again, there's a, uh, there's so many different um, uh, ways of uh, or uh, choices that you have, so I can't give it direct. But what I'm trying to say is, it's not all that big of difference between a mutual fund and actively managed money managers. And in your experience, the actively managed funds uh, provide better performance than similar mutual funds? Uh, I absolutely do. Uh, not o- How about this? Um, I, I, you have, when, this is the way I like to uh, v- uh, envision it, is that when you have a fu- uh, an account full of mutual funds, although each individual mutual fund is actively managed, typically the total portfolio is not actively managed. It's a stagnant portfolio with actively managed um, mutual funds. Within the um, uh, managed accounts, you can have all-in-one accounts that are actively managed and the left hand knows what the right hand is doing. Very good. Okay, we're going to take a break. Uh, This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Bradford Pine of the Bradford Pine Wealth Group. We'll be talking more about IRA rollovers and other aspects to improve your investments after this. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Hi, this is Jordan Goodman, host of The Money Answer Show. I cordially invite you to join me and some of my favorite investing experts for the Money Answers Investing Cruise from February 12th through February 19th, 2011, on board Holland America's luxurious MS Eurodam. In this volatile investing environment, good advice is more important than ever, and this exclusive Caribbean cruise offers not only fun, but also a full week of highly informative events with me and other top investing experts like Ray Lucia and Charles Payne from Fox News Network. During seminars, panel discussions, and Q&As, at cocktail parties and at dinners, we will discuss current market conditions and the best places for your investment dollars. Meanwhile, luxuriate in the amenities of Holland America's newest ship and visit some of the best ports for shopping, sightseeing, and sunning. For more information, go to www.moneyanswerscruise.com or call 800 707 1634. That's 800-707-1634. And don't delay because spaces are limited. Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. 
Welcome back to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Bradford Pine, uh, president of the Bradford Pine Wealth Group. Welcome back to the show, Bradford. Thank you. We were talking about IRA uh, rollovers and so on. So say you do what you say. You roll the money into an IRA rollover account at a brokerage firm of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, and say you have several rollovers. You've been at several different jobs, and you've got several different uh, 401k monies that you're rolling over. What do you do next as a financial advisor, kind of take a look at the situation and make some sense and invest it well going forward? Okay. So if you have 401ks at a few different jobs, uh, the first and almost always, uh, it would make sense to consolidate all of the 401k rollovers uh, all into one IRA. And then we would look, you know, it's the step back of, of finding out what your risk profile is and then diversifying you uh, according to uh, your needs and, and, and where you should be invested. Okay, so take me through that process briefly. I've just come to you, say I'm in my mid-40s, I've been working at several different jobs over the last 20 years or so, uh, I bring you a bunch of money, 100000 200000 whatever it may be. Tell me how the process works that would end up allocating that money amongst different kinds of uh, money managers or funds. Okay. so. Firstly, I, I like to try to take, you know, we, well, we would take that money in, um, we'd roll it over, we'd open up an IRA, they'd roll it over into the account. Then I would like to um, do a questionnaire to find out and, and where, the, where the client uh, sits uh, as far as their investment objectives, um, and we may even um, uh, bring in the uh, certified financial advisor to do a business plan. Um, and then from that standpoint, and not always do we need to do that, uh, but then we would take that and we would look at different strategies. Now, there are strategies depending if it could be income, it could be appreciation, it could be um, 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 a little of both. So what we do is we find out where it is because there are funds uh, or money managers that we use that actually look at um, people are scared of the market, especially the volatility of the market that we're at. So people will say, listen, I don't need all of the gains when the market's up 30%. I don't need to be up 30%. And, and inversely, I don't want to be down 30% when the market's down 30%. So um, we, we, we have funds that are or managers that will manage the accounts uh, to uh, be up, let's say, 17 or 18 percent when the market's up 30, and maybe hopefully only be down 10 or 12 percent when the market's down. So we like to say it's participate but part- protect. So it all depends on which you know. And we could have a little of both. You could have the appreciation, but we there's also something. I don't know if your your listeners know what a separately managed account is, but that's it called. It's an SMA, and it's a, it's a money manager that has a specific investment strategy. Let's just call it large cap. They just invest in large cap. Uh, or small cap or mid cap or international or whatever it may be. Um, but there's the next generation of investing, uh, which we use, is called UMA, a unified managed account. And it's an all-in-one portfolio that integrates multiple investment products uh, all in one account. So the SMAs you have to have uh, for each strategy a separate account. What this is is all uh, one account. So you may within that UMA you may have se- uh, separately managed accounts, which is individual stocks, Mutual funds, exchange traded funds, which are called ETFs, which are the short, uh, individual stocks, uh, and then alternative investments. So it's all in one. And and sometimes people hear alternative investments and they get scared. Uh, And you don't have to be because the alternative investments uh, add predictability and stability to a portfolio if you're in the right ones. Obviously, there's there's some illiquid ones, but I'm talking about doing it through mutual funds. What kind Uh, of alternatives are you referring to? Uh, buy buy uh, long short portfolios, uh, buy rights, uh, covered call uh, strategies. You know these are these are they're they're uh, non they're investments that are non correlated, uh, typically non correlated to the market uh, to the stocks and bonds. So uh, when stocks and bonds go down, not necessarily you know these may you know the alternative investments may go down, but they're supposed to be non correlated to the stocks and bonds. So when they go down or up, it, 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 they're kind of neutral. Um, and add, like I said, stability and uh, predictability to the portfolio. So when you look at an overall portfolio, uh, you may say, oh, you know, I'm in this, I have this money manager or mutual fund for that matter. And um, the the reality is is the market's up so much more. uh, Well, you have to look at what risk you're taking for that investment also and what makes up of of those uh, funds. 
So, you know, if you went in there and bought one stock and that, you know, you put all your money into one stock and it's up 100% and your money manager is only up 8%, let's say, well, that's not a fair comparison. You have to start looking at the volatility and the risks that you're taking to achieve those investments. Do you find that most clients, when they come to you, are taking too little risk or too much risk? Um, I think that... um, I think that the, everything has to be put into perspective. I, I, you know, a lot of, lot of times, you know, people uh, are, have investments from um, 10 years ago, and they kind of have just been sitting on them, and they haven't redone their portfolio or reconstructed their portfolio. And so they're waiting for them to get back up to the levels that they were at. And I always say, listen, unfortunately, you invested at a time, and it was a different time, uh, than it is today. And your investments are what they are worth today, not that what they were worth three, five, ten years ago. And they're waiting for them to come up. And it's, you know, you need to say, hey, listen, this is my starting value. You have to hit reset, and we have to start from these levels. So um, they may, I always find that they're not properly diversified. Uh, they're, they're, they have concentration uh, positions, and they're older strategies that need to be redone. Um, and that's, that's a, I, I just feel that a lot of it needs to be uh, re- reconstructed. Once people have rolled money into an IRA rollover account, the next decision is to whether they should convert it into a Roth IRA or not. Uh, maybe go over some of the rules about Roth conversions that have gone into effect this year and the pros and cons of converting into a Roth. Okay. So as of 2010, uh, you're able to convert your traditional IRA to a Roth IRA regardless of what your income levels are. Now, Roth IRAs allow retirement savings to grow tax-free instead of tax-deferred. But what happens is um, you need to, once you roll it over, uh, this, when you roll it over, you need to pay tax on that, uh, ordinary income tax on that, um, that rollover. So that goes towards your income for that year. Now, if you do it in 2010, you can spread the tax over 2011, 2012. I don't want to get, uh, you know, too, um, too in, into it too much, but uh, there are some benefits. Uh, one of the benefits are when you roll it over into a Roth, you don't need to uh, be, uh, participate in RMD at age 70 and a half, uh, required mandatory, mandatory distribution. Meaning you um, have to start taking the money at age 70 and a half. With a regular IRA, whether you like it or not, you have to start taking a certain amount each year. Whether you're saying with a Roth, you, don't, you can, in fact, keep, keep it going until death without having to take it out at all. Right? That's, ex- that's exactly right. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it, that becomes tax planning. And these are, these, are the, these are unknowns that you just don't know about. Um, so, and there, there is something in, in two, it, once you convert, if you, if you convert, um, uh, one of the benefits are, let's just say the, the value of the portfolio is a million dollars, and you convert. You can actually have until the following uh, extension, I think it's October 15th, to uh, revert back to the IRA. So if you roll it over into a Roth, you have to pay, ta- you're, you're, you have to, uh, next uh, tax year, have to pay tax on that money. But let's say the portfolio goes from a million to 900000 Now all of a sudden you've paid taxes on $100,000 uh, or a million dollars while the portfolio is worth nine hundred. You can actually reset it back to an IRA uh, as long as you do it before October 15th. Um, so that is a benefit. Um, but if you consider... If you consider that you roll it over into a Roth at a million dollars, and four years from now it's down at six hundred thousand, well, one of the negatives there is now you've paid tax on all this money, uh, and you've invested it wrong. So you now all of a sudden you're not liking that Roth conversion. But um, you know, so you, but there's two you separate to, things. Right? There's two separate things. Whether it's a regular IRA or Roth, and how you invest it, right? They're, Ab- absolutely. They're not really related. I mean, you can. Invest badly in a regular IRA and well in the Roth, or vice versa. So. Well, you know, it's, it's the same account. It's just the, the, the way it's taxed. Yeah. So, you know, you need to look at your current and future tax projections because there's so many unknowns when doing this to a Roth. So I've had, you know, people, um, and I've, 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 I've talked to people about this, um, but one of the things you have to look at is your current and your future tax projections. You have to look at the, possibil- uh, the possible tax law changes in the future, Okay, because that could, uh, without a doubt, happening, and they're talking about it. Um, uh, whether you are, uh, whether you expect to rely on Social Security, your ability to stomach the prospect, as we talked about, the years later that your portfolio might go down uh, after you paid the tax on it, uh, your life, your, your timeline for retirement. So, you know, there are many unknowns involved 
And so ultimately, the answer to whether you should roll over into a Roth uh, IRA is both mathematical and political, because they may change the tax laws, and what's the future? Are you going to be in a higher or lower tax bracket? So there's a lot to consider, and I think a lot of people get turned off by that. Um, but you, usually the bottom line is you end up converting most people or not? Um, I have not. Uh, most people have not converted uh, because of these unknowns. And, um, uh, you know, so it, it's, it's, it's it, the, the other thing is... you think they're missing out on something? What's that? They're missing out on something because if you get it in there, the money is growing tax-free instead of tax-deferred. It seems like Which that's is, a pretty that's great a benefit. major positive if you're going to be in a lower tax bracket at retirement, if it actually, in fact, it grows. There's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of calculators uh, out there uh, to, to choose from, but one of the other points is you can't or you, you shouldn't take the money. It would be a big mistake to take the You owe tax on that money. So you, do, you have to take the money to pay taxes from outside dollars, with regular, you know, uh, non-retirement uh, assets. Uh, to pay, so whether it's in your savings account or regular uh, brokerage account, uh, to pay the taxes. You can't take it within because, number one, uh, you're killing the possibility of tax-free money growth. Uh, number two, if you're under age 59 and a half, you need to, uh, you're going to get 10% penalty on that. Just to make people clear, it, when you make this conversion, you have to figure out how much the tax is and have that money set aside yes. to be able to pay the taxes. That's probably exactly a lot of people right. don't, don't do that. They're probably a lot of people don't have the money to pay the taxes. Yeah. Well, yeah, that is correct. I mean, there are the, uh, the wealthy that do have it, and, and those are really the people that are doing it. Now, you don't have to convert the full amount either. So you can convert, uh, if you have a, uh, a million-dollar uh, account, you can convert 500 or 300 or 200,000, whatever you so choose. Yeah, very good. Okay, we're going to uh, take a break. Okay. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is uh, Bradford Pine, who is the president of Bradford Pine Wealth Group. Uh, talking about IRAs, we're going to talk about a lot of other aspects of investment as well after this. up or down or if you're looking to improve your portfolio our experts are ready to talk to you call now toll free 866-472-5790 that's 866-472-5790 voice america business network Ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show with your coach, Rick Carrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Carrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Join Patricia Raskin, the host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday at 11 Pacific. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call to Positive Living, Mondays at 11 Pacific time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, this is Jordan Goodman, host of The Money Answer Show. I cordially invite you to join me and some of my favorite investing experts for the Money Answers Investing Cruise from February 12th through February 19th, 2011, on board Holland America's luxurious MS Eurodam. In this volatile investing environment, good advice is more important than ever, and this exclusive Caribbean cruise offers not only fun, but also a full week of highly informative events with me and other top investing experts like Ray Lucia and Charles Payne from Fox News Network. During seminars, panel discussions, and Q&As, at cocktail parties and at dinners, we will discuss current market conditions and the best places for your investment dollars. Meanwhile, luxuriate in the amenities of Holland America's newest ship and visit some of the best ports for shopping, sightseeing, and sunning. For more information, go to www.moneyanswerscruise.com or call 800 707 1634. That's 800-707-1634. And don't delay because spaces are limited. 
When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Bradford Pine, president of the Bradford Pine Wealth Group. Welcome back to the show, Brad. Thank you. We are talking about IRAs a little bit. In what circumstances can you take early distributions from an IRA uh, that people might not be aware about without penalties? Yeah, there's, um, there's actually a form uh, called, it's a 5329 form, and if you go to the irs.gov, www.irs.gov, uh, it gives you the specifics, and I, I just say that because uh, uh, I'm not the, uh, I can't, you know, giving tax advice, but um, when, you, when you have early distributions, and when, I, when we say early distributions, you're subject to a 10% penalty if you withdraw out of your IRA uh, before 59 and a half. Um, so using your IRA, and, and this is kind of my disclaimer that I talk about, but using your IRA has serious drawbacks and imposes risk to the long-term growth of your savings. And obviously you should always and only consider this as a last resort, but you can uh, withdraw from it under certain circumstances. Um, uh, permanent disability, uh, covering medical expenses if they represent 7.5% uh, of your income. Cover the cost of health insurance when you're uh, f- uh, faced with unemployment for more than 12 weeks. Uh, you can take a distribution of up to $10,000 to buy a first home for either yourself or a family member. Um, oh, covered qualified education expenses for yourself um, or, or uh, your family member. And, uh, and it's possible to set a lifetime annuity uh, for your IRA at any time, regardless of your age, but it must be set up continually and perpetually. Uh, that one you, gotta, you have to be careful about because, you know, if you need money today and you set up this kind of annuity that you get it every single, uh, the same dollar amount every single year, uh, it has to continue even when you get back to a job or you're making money and you don't want it anymore. Now all of a sudden you're depleting uh, your, your, your uh, retirement money that's growing tax deferred. All right, so there's a lot of rules around this. Tell people about the uh, free ebook you have at your website and how they can get that. Sure. Uh, I wrote, uh, as I talked about in the beginning of the show, uh, I wrote a book, uh, an ebook called 10 Tips You Need to Know About Your IRA Rollover. You can get that uh, free download at bradpine.com, B R A D P I N E.com. Um, and this ebook I wrote uh, specifically because I have had a tremendous amount of people approach me uh, because of the job transition whether they're retirement, uh, they've been laid off, they're switching jobs. Uh, it, it, is, it, it is a huge part of the uh, in, investment uh, community out there of people rolling over uh, their 401ks into an IRA. So uh, when I was posed with these questions, I was able to answer them, but people uh, were asking me, is there able anywhere on the Internet that you can find it? And I'm able to find little bits and pieces, but we're unable to find detailed information that was free all in one place. So uh, that did lead me to uh, write the ebook and... Um, you know, I've, I've gotten a, uh, an overwhelming uh, response uh, on it. I, I, a lot of things that we talked about today are in that ebook, uh, very detailed. Great. Okay, let's go to some other topics. Uh, sure. Bond funds. A lot yeah. of people today are pouring literally hundreds of billions into bond funds. Uh, they've been doing well because interest rates have been falling and bond prices have been going up. Um, so uh, you have a concern about that, and, and why should people pick? Bond funds over individual bonds, or what are the pros of bonds versus bond funds? Okay, so most people, uh, when you take a uh, diversified portfolio, you're not putting all of your money into, uh, and let's just talk mutual funds for a second. You're buying large cap, mid cap, small cap, and you're allocating a percentage to bond funds. Um, So uh, obviously to get a full uh, diversified portfolio within, let's just talk about the bond funds for a second, you may buy a mutual fund. Uh, of bonds. Now, they can become a false sense of security in the respect that, number one, people buy bond funds, they say, oh, it's a bond fund, I, I feel uh, very comfortable with that. But there are certain things that you need to look at, and that is the quality of the bonds that, we're, that are within that portfolio. Do they use leverage uh, in that bond portfolio, which creates, if they do, it creates much more volatility than maybe what you're expecting. Um, and then there's something else called the duration and the average maturity. 
uh, and focusing in on the duration for a second, when, whether it's an individual bond or the average duration of a mutual fund, that average duration typically, and let's just say it's got a five-year average duration. Uh, what that means, everybody's confused, and I'm just saying, what the heck is an average duration? But uh, to put it in simplistic terms, when interest rates go up, let's say, 1%, that bond portfolio bond will typically go down, not, not uh, a science, but will typically go down by that average duration, which we called 5%. Um, so if you own an individual bond, well, you can, if, if, if rates start to increase, and it all depends on what speed. Now, we all know that interest rates are at very low rates, uh, historically low rates. Uh, and when, bond, when interest rates go up, bonds go down. So if we go into a rapid increase of, bond, of interest rates, um, that could really adversely affect bonds. And not only that, it could ad- adversely affect bond funds because what's happening is, is you're going to get outflows out of these mutual funds. Now, you do not own those, those individual bonds within the mutual funds. I hope I'm being clear here. Yeah. So, so what happens is these bond funds uh, start going down. They get liquidations. The managers have to liquidate Typically, what they can sell, which is the better bonds, which uh, affects the, uh, the quality and the structure of the portfolio, and they, they go down, and you can't wait for these things to mature. So you're stuck within the bond fund, and you're being affected by other people's decisions. If you own an individual bond, then you can just wait for, even if it's down, you wait for maturity as long as the bond doesn't default, of course. You wait for that bond to mature, it comes due, and then you can reinvest it. So, um, unfortunately, if you need the diversification, you don't have enough assets, maybe a bond fund uh, will serve you right. Now, what you should do is go in the shorter term, better quality, shorter duration, and not chase the yield, but yet just get the yield, even though it's much smaller, and and have the less volatility, and, and look at the leverage also. So what would you recommend today for individual bonds? Would you do treasuries or corporates or high yield or municipal? What area do you think is best right now? Well, uh, de- depending upon, depending, I mean, I do, I do like corporates, um, municipals. Is, you know, they're all, you know, you could, uh, every individual is, is different. So uh, it all depends on what the needs are for that client and depending upon how much money, because you can diversify among all of those that you, you suggested. Um, uh, once again, getting back to it, if you have enough uh, assets, um, we have uh, professional money managers that actively manage those uh, risks, and you can pick uh, uh, a short, short-term short or, or intermediate-term bond. Uh, and if it's within your state and you want to stay with municipals and taxes are an issue, um, so, you know, it's, it's, everybody is different, so it's, it's tough for me to say which one I would like the best. But what I would say is consult with your advisor uh, to find out what is best for you. Are you concerned that uh, interest rates are very low right now and, and it is likely that interest rates will rise rapidly in coming years and therefore people will lose a lot of money in bonds and bond funds? That is a fear of mine. Um, you know, I always, uh, I, when you listen to uh, whether it's uh, television or um, read the newspapers, I think that, you know, if, if someone will eventually be right. If you have 100 people in a room, you're going to have uh, 150 opinions. And uh, eventually someone is right. I, I don't think anybody ever really knows because you don't know what the next political move is. You don't know what the next uh, economic move is. Um, so everything is an ongoing process. But what's most important is that I think that you should um, be properly diversified, properly invested. So um, when that time does come, uh, you're better. And I'd rather be more cautious. So the answer to your question is I would say you want to be I, I do. Th- I, I'm I'm playing the game as if rates are going to go higher. I'm playing the game that if rates go higher rapidly, I want to be in shorter term bond funds. So you know, again, to get that next extra one or two percent, it, it's not that important to me. I, a lot of people do chase yield, but uh, I try to stay away from that. So people are going into, for example, high yield bonds, junk bonds today, which is a huge, very popular area, yielding six or seven percent. You think it's not worth the, the extra risk for the money they're putting in there now? Um, well, it, 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 I guess it all depends upon uh, uh, what, and again, if, if, if on, on corporate bonds, you know, you're, you're in, in that individual corporation, so they may have gotten beaten up or they're, they're not, you know, so it could make sense for a percentage, you know, always to have some of that, but 
definitely uh, not all of it. And and if you're closer to retirement, you know these are these are things that you have to take into effect. So I, I never say it's it's bad to be in any one of those things um, and to say you know you have to run because no one knows the future, but. The reality is, depending upon your situation, if you're, especially if you're close to retirement, you have to take all that stuff into consideration, and maybe it wouldn't be appropriate for you. What would be the, the tipping point you'd look for uh, that would change things from the current situation, where we clearly have low and falling interest rates, to things changing and rates starting to rise? What would kind of change in the economy or a political uh, process to make something like that uh, change so dramatically from where we are today? Well, I think, uh, you know, um, I think uh, inflation is, is one thing to look at. I think uh, the, the, the jobs are another thing to look at. Um, so, so you know, once, once we start to rebound um, and, you know, inflation starts to uh, take in, that's where uh, the issue could uh, arise. And you think that's likely? Uh, eventually, I do. I don't think in the current uh, environment uh, it is, but... Uh, I've, I've, I've been in this business way too long to say one day watching someone saying this can never happen and the next day, uh, holy cow, look out, uh, it's happening. So uh, I, 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 my own opinion, um, which it's, again, one opinion, uh, and it could be dead wrong, is that, no, we're not there yet. And, 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 but I do see that um, it will happen one day. That's what I do believe. Very good. Okay, we're going to take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Bradford Pine, uh, the president of the Bradford Pine Wealth Group. Uh, you can also go to his website at bradpine.com uh, or bradfordpinewealth.com uh, for his free ebook about IRA rollovers. We'll be back after this. It's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Hi, this is Jordan Goodman, host of The Money Answer Show. I cordially invite you to join me and some of my favorite investing experts for the Money Answers Investing Cruise from February 12th through February 19th, 2011 on board Holland America's luxurious MS Eurodam. In this volatile investing environment, good advice is more important than ever, and this exclusive Caribbean cruise offers not only fun, but also a full week of highly informative events with me and other top investing experts like Ray Lucia and Charles Payne from Fox News Network. During seminars, panel discussions, and Q&As, at cocktail parties and at dinners, we will discuss current market conditions and the best places for your investment dollars. Meanwhile, luxuriate in the amenities of Holland America's newest ship and visit some of the best ports for shopping, sightseeing, and sunning. For more information, go to www.moneyanswerscruise.com or call 800 707 1634. That's 800-707-1634. And don't delay because spaces are limited. When you were young, did you feel free to daydream? Were you full of questions such as why, how, and what if? Did you allow yourself to be carefree, to dance and sing? Did you create just for fun? Want to feel that way again? Reclaim your natural curiosity and creativity with Dr. Carol Stalka on Stargazing Stories, sparking your creativity. Revitalize your life, work, and relationships. Be more playful, be bold, imagine, explore, and live more creatively every day. Tune in Wednesdays at 11 a.m. in the East, 8 a.m. in the West on 7th Wave Network. Are you ready to talk football with the greatest wide receiver player and coach in NFL history? Tune in to Wide Open with Andre Rison. Andre is ready to talk to you and give his thoughts on the sport. There'll be celebrity guests, coaches, players, artists, and more. He'll go beyond the game with a look from the coach's point of view and feature a high school player each week. Tune in to Wide Open with host Andre Rison. Featured Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. One of the areas we like to talk about is uh, kind of what you call resetting your mind and managing your financial emotions. Tell us what role emotions play in making financial decisions, either rightly or wrongly. This is probably uh, uh, the most uh, uh, talked about topic and and one that I actually love to talk about because a lot of investors, I would say it's a huge uh, part of investing because uh, a lot of it is psychological, and I think it's about... um, no, you know, educating um, and being informed and being kept up to date. I, I can't begin to tell you how many times I hear, um, you know, I haven't looked at my statement or I don't open my statement. I don't care. I'll, I'll worry about it in a year from now. You know, and it, because it, it it causes stress, it causes anxiety, uh, fear, and people avoid pain at all costs. So they kind of just put it aside and they move about their day. And you know, uh, I call it statement phobia. And I'm sure uh, I, I, there's a smile out of uh, a few of your uh, listeners' uh, faces right now uh, because it, it, it is uh, something that happens all the time. So, but This is both I, a good and bad market? So in other words, they don't even look at it if it's up, or if they look at it if it's down, they don't want to see the bad news? Is that what well, you mean? Well, I would say in the, in the good markets, they peak, uh, absolutely. But in the bad markets, they, 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 they just shy away from it, uh, and they don't, they don't look at it. But in the good markets, they'll look but then they don't do anything about it to revise it. Now, when you look at a portfolio, and especially what we went through in 2008, people will look at their, uh, as it goes down, they won't look. And you'll see that uh, they went down maybe more than the market or much more than the market. But So when it comes back up, they peak, but they put it back away, uh, and they just hope that everything's going to be fine. But if they actually looked at it, and that's where it's most important to um, restru- reconstruct that portfolio. Um, you know, and, and, and you know, uh, behavioral finance uh, studies, you know, the psychology tendencies uh, when it comes to uh, financial decisions, people like to buy high uh, and sell low because they panic out at the bottom. Uh, but the reality is you need to look at your portfolio no matter where it is and say to yourself, is the volatility too much? And if it is, you can, you can trim that back. So, and, for example, uh, a year ago when the market was bottoming in March of 2009, Mm-hmm. And people thought the world was coming to an end. Absolutely. Were you p- piling in there and buying it very aggressively because everybody was so depressed? What did you say? I'm sorry. When the market was at that low, yes, and everybody was very depressed and thought the world was coming to an end. Right. Were you advising your clients to actively, aggressively go in and buy? When yeah, so I was. Cheap? Well, again, it you you have to know your thresholds, and this goes back to the psychology of investing. You have to know your thresholds, and if if you are if you are let's just say close to retirement or you're at assets, you, you cannot afford uh, to lose any more. Um, I don't care where the market is. You need to go into cash and, and go into ultra conservative uh, investments, but. I was and and I I was quoted in uh, publications, uh, a major publication, saying uh, that I think that this is a a good time to buy and you can't panic uh, at this. And and then we talked about dollar cost averaging and you know instead of buying individual stocks that uh, some were imploding um, and were 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 in uh, a time bomb that you should go into uh, mutual funds or you should go into managed money so you show you're much more diversified. But um, So when you, you give know, that kind of advice to clients, things are really down, they're getting worse every day, mm-hmm. and you say, now's the time to really go in and, and buy. Do they Are they receptive to that or do they think you're crazy? Um, I, see, the thing is, I think that um, I, I, I had a lot of people uh, follow my advice and get involved. Um, some people were too scared to do anything. I can only advise them, uh, but it's about going through uh, and uh, educating them on the situation. And, and let's face it, we were, we were close to disaster. Um, so uh, it just so happens you have to have faith in, um, in, in, in the United States. Uh, but the reality is, is we did come out, out of it, and some people, some people were way too scared to do anything. Um, I will tell you that I did not have a single client panic. Um, I did hold their hand, but that was the most important thing, and that, again, relates back to the psychology of investing, is we, 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 talked, we looked at the portfolio. We, we said, listen, this is where your portfolio is, and this is what we think is happening. And, and, and once they knew, you know, were, were, um, 
informed and saw where their portfolio was and saw the, the, where the market was and where their portfolio was, there was a sense of calm and, they, and they, they felt comfortable and they can sleep at night. It's the ones who aren't looking, who aren't uh, restructuring, who aren't following uh, their, uh, their emotions. I, I always say that um, if your uh, account was, or your investments uh, were sitting in cash today and you were going to deploy them into the market, would you buy the investments you currently own? And if the answer is no, then you need to sell those and you need to uh, do something different with them. What is your sense of where we are in the market today on the kind of fear, greed spectrums, being the, the maximum fear last March? We've done a lot better. Where do we stand on that spectrum right now? I think that there is, uh, there is fear out there. There is, you know, uh, the confidence is low, um, but we are not... Um, there's concern, not fear. Uh, a lot of people looking at the market has uh, rallied back up, and um, now you know we've come back a little off the highs. So um, you know people are, are are sitting back. But I I do think you know the whole double dip recession is out there. But the market, you know the the the, the famous line is the market climbs a wall of worry. And every every no matter we're sitting here today, uh, we're sitting here in two years, five years, six years, ten years, whatever it is, there's always going to be something that we could have this exact conversation that we're having or that exact question can be posed because um, there's always going to be fear. There's always going to be something happening. If you look back in history, that's just the way it is. So you um, think there are a lot of good opportunities despite that fear then today? Absolutely. I think that, you know, you, 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 without a doubt there are opportunities. There's always opportunities, um, but um, you, you need to do what's best for you, um, and you can't just uh, go in there blind. I, I'm always against just buying individual stocks and and uh, hoping uh, on a on a whim. I think uh, diversification, you know, uh, is very important. If uh, uh, if you're going to just go in there, you can have a you can open up uh, a risk, you know, open up a separate account, put your risk capital in there, and do whatever you want with it. But stay to that money that you've allocated. Uh, with that, so we're I think just that, about that to close, is Brad. the most important thing that you have. Just about to yeah. close. Give them one, one last time your website and their free ebook that they can find out. Uh, yeah, download the free ebook, bradpine.com, 10 tips you need to know about your IRA rollover. I can promise that uh, you'll find some real good stuff in there, stuff that we didn't talk about today. And uh, feel free uh, uh, to call me with any questions. Terrific. Well, thanks so much. My guest this hour has been Bradford Pine at the Bradford Pine Wealth Group in New York. A lot of very interesting things we talked about today. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with another edition of the Money Answer Show next week. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.